residential and commercial bond guys and girls today we're going to talk about how much is required for a commercial bond and a residential bond why they're used in our industry and uh, how it differs in other places in the world so stay tuned and uh, we'll, we'll uh, teach you Good morning. Hi, how are you? Hey, hey guys. Um, I've actually got something to tell you. I tried this new eye treatment on the weekend, Sunday night, thinking if I put this cream on, it's going to uh, help just just help rest the eyes, but it's kind of left like this white stain under my eye. So it's probably good this camera is not any closer, but yeah, don't don't. How do, do you rest your eyes? Really know, guys. Hey. How do you rest your eyes? What's what is what what was no, the I just wanted some cream, a little bit of like not kind of like moisturizer. I thought it would be to take some inflammation away, but yeah, just don't go experimenting, guys. It's it's not worth it. Just stick to what you know. <laughs> You're trying to look. Yeah, is that anti-aging cream? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way. Um. So yeah, Billy. Um. You do look younger. Thank you. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Um, good thing because we're um, yeah, we're talking about a big topic this morning. Um, it's a big commercial topic. and resi bonds, and it's not really discussed by people unless you're in the moment and you've done it. Um, yeah. So we get asked in the industry all the time, "What do we have to pay when I'm going into a rental property?" Um, and then, "What do we have to pay when I'm going into a commercial property?" Um, yeah. and it's always people always like, okay, great. But I guess you don't learn that sort of stuff at school. Uh, you're not, you're not, you know, you only really use it when you need it and you're like, okay, tell me all about it. Yeah. I think most people get their heads around a, a residential um, bond when they kind of start looking at moving out for the first time. And I think it's pretty easy. Like it's, um, it's, it doesn't seem as complicated as commercial, at least, and that's coming from an agent's perspective as well. Uh, for residential, it's generally a four uh, weeks rent um, rule, just standard. It doesn't matter whether you're leasing a one bedroom or a house uh, apartment or, or a house, it's, it's blanket rule. Four weeks rent equivalent, yeah. that's your bond, and it's paid to rental bond boards online, which is a government body. It's, it's got nothing to do with. Um, the agency that you rent through and that's kind of like a it's a deposit isn't it really yeah so i guess it's collateral for if something goes wrong in the event of you um not paying your rent on time or damaging the property uh in yep. new south wales you can't take more than four weeks bond um for a vacant residential property so um it became legislation that you can't even you know ask for more um yep. the the thing with bonds are that um people i guess for a, for a landlord there's a bit of risk there um and the landlord's going to go well you know if you put a little bit of money up front it's less risk for me for tenants it's yeah. a fair whack um to come up with that sort of money to sit there and do nothing there are bond services where people can actually you can pay a little bit per week and they'll put up that bond for you if you don't have that money to put up up front yeah um i've um you know which is interesting 
Yeah, I've helped people use those services before. They're really good, actually. And again, it's not it's not like a um, a loan shark who's gonna you know, smash you every week. It, this is a, again, it's a government organisation which just helps bridge that gap. Um, yep. The other thing as well, guys, of course, um, if you're coming out of an existing tenancy, you can um, sometimes inquire about having that bond transferred so you're not paying effectively a double bond and waiting for one to come back. Yeah, it is tricky. Now, the money for the bonds, um, it's they, they hold a lot of money in the bond board. Um, and the interest rate, you will get a interest rate on that money that's being um, invested but it's nothing to write home about. So you can have that bond invested <laughs> for 10 years in a tenancy and um, it would be lucky to buy you a cup of coffee. So I don't get excited about that bond being invested with, with you know, residential. Now, over yep. com- is there anything else on Rizzi we need to cover? No, I think that's it. Um, four weeks maximum. Just make sure you're not being charged any more than that for a tenant's perspective. Um, it's held through a, a yeah, government organisation, not the agency. That's important to know. Um, and it's standard yeah. really and getting it back um is often um really concerning for um for, for tenants because yeah. um they often need it to like, to go and um, take another property yeah and they're worried because the the fact that they may not you know that maybe um repairs or maintenance uh, sorry there may be something done to the property that the um landlord doesn't wants done that they feel the tenants responsible for so they people freak out a little bit with, when they're exiting a property so on a clean bond ex, a bond exit you should see the money in your account within a week um yeah. if it does get messy then it can be weeks and weeks and weeks and they go in a in a tribunal situation a bond can be held you apply to the tribunal and then the dispute can be settled in tribunal if it can't be settled out of tribunal my best yes. advice on, on an outgoing tenancy is just talk to your property manager regularly. Make sure the ingoing and the outgoing are you know, as close as they can be. Let them know once you've moved out so they can get through as soon as they, you know, as soon as they can and it'll be smooth. Big time. Now, over to commercial guys, uh, real yeah. quickly. Um, these are not as regulated um, as the residential. So generally, you'll pay um, three-month bond. Um, as you go a little bit in larger premises, you can go up towards six months um, yeah. and sometimes even a little bit more. And then it can, they can be held in a couple of different ways. They can be bank guarantees. Uh, the form they're invested is a little bit different to residential. With residential, it's undisputedly, it must go to the rental bond board. That does change with commercial um, right. where it doesn't have to go to the bond board. It can be sitting in a trust account invested um then there's different types of um bonds as well but uh people can get confused because you've also got um when you buy a property you've got a you can use the deposit bond (laughs) yeah yeah, it gets a little it gets a little bit confusing that way but today we're specifically talking about rentals and bonds for rentals oh bird's gonna take me (laughs) we're just tuning in for our morning minutes yeah (laughs) I thought it was going to land on me, little fella. So with um, with a like it's similar to a rent uh, to resi resi application, is it more appealing to to offer a bigger bond, like say three versus six months? Is that is that common in, in Absolutely. commercial? Absolutely, 
I think in commercial that if you can put up a, a nice fat bond, it just it, it can help you almost get the property uh, potentially if you're up against some competition, someone else is trying to get it. Uh, if you get a big yeah. bond, that's nice security for an owner. Uh, they may even take a little bit more money if you offer them security, some owners. So if you're doing six a big fat six months, that's really showing you've got a good solid cash flow sort of business to um, to sustain the good times and bad times in a commercial property. And if I'm not mistaken, in commercial, there's sometimes a rent-free period at the beginning. Is that right? Yep. So absolutely. It, for example, if you're offering a bigger bond, say six months, can you sometimes get your rent-free period extended a little bit longer? Absolutely. Like I think if if you know if you can spunk it up in one at one avenue, then you could probably ask for a bit of assistance in another avenue. So that works well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and it's good that you can, it sounds like you can have it invested properly because yeah, some people get annoyed when the money's invested with rental bombles, you pretty much don't get a return. It's non-existent, but you're saying with commercial, you've got a bit more, bit more choice. Absolutely. And again, guys, like, how would you know, like if for a commercial property, I had this discussion, people can, you know, assume one month generally always, um, with commercial and you, you sort of got to ask the question and an, an owner can. Like it's a stand across the board four weeks with resi but an owner in commercial can basically just say you know whatever i want a year i want six months nine months seven months so it's quite flexible yeah ask the question and um do I, do I look pasty today no you just look it's just a bit glary in the background but that's no, good you're in a beautiful spot it's a landmark location that yeah the, the residents yes, in mean, well. station to the hair doing yeah uh yeah and do you have access to these bonds before before the end of the tenancy in commercial no um, and something um people should be doing is just be really careful with the way that bonds um used i was talking to a landlord last thursday where she said oh yeah look i've got a tenant that's gone bad um <clears throat> but everything's okay um, there's, there's, they're a cafe. They're still in the property. They're still operating. They owe 35,000 bucks and yeah. I've just used their bond. So now they only owe me, I think it was 15 grand and they're still there and they're still operating. And I said, who gave you that advice? Do not be, um, uh, using that bond while the, while the tenants in there, you've got to get them out. You've got to get them out. And then you use that bond to sort things out. So sort like, Definitely don't be using that bond to run the tenancy. Uh, or, and if a tenant says, hey, things are really bad, can you use my bond to pay the rent? I would not be doing that. I would not be doing that. Yeah, same for same for Razi. I know that's a big piece of advice. Our um, property managers give a bond is not used to cover arrears. It's there just to, as a certainty to and, and to fix things if things go wrong. Um, and that's... That's when they've left the property, right? Or they're intending to leave yeah. the property. A lot of got a lot of um. This last instance in the commercial property, that we like, there was no intention of the tenant going. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, they'll catch up, they'll be all right. And I'm like, no, just bad business. Yeah, yeah. And one last question: Do you ever find um a big a big upfront payment puts off small businesses in in um commercial? Absolutely. Six months for a little coffee shop. Surely it turns yep. people off. Big time. You have deep pockets. I had a um, client last night that was looking at opening a restaurant. I was 
at a wedding and they were interested a couple of months ago, they came into my office to open a restaurant yep. and um, the landlord in that one insisted on six months, crushed them. It absolutely yeah. crushed them and they're like, no, nah, I just can't do it. So the cost of business is expensive, you know, with your fit out and things like that. The cost of business that bond is expensive, so it adds up. There you go. I think we've covered it. Anything else to add? No. I had a big, big uh, day and night last night. Michael Shilic got married. Congratulations. Uh, we went to Curzon Hall and uh, it was a big night. So, bus to work today. <laughs> no sickies. <laughs> no sickies. Have a great That's day, Bill. Congrats, Michael. Hope to help you today. Congrats, Michael. Yay. Yay. See ya. Bye bye. See ya.